10 to 1, Episode 9. Top 10 Accomplishments. Brian Kozer. And the list I chose for today, top 10 accomplishments. It's not accomplishments that we've had already. It's accomplishments we'd like to have. Man, I'm not proud of anything I've done so far. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I'm proud of some of the things I've done. I've had a couple of accomplishments. Me too, me too. We can brag about ourselves later. Off the air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but accomplishments, so uh, I defined that as things that we're working towards, sort of a goal that we're working towards. That's going to take some time. It's not just a skill, that uh, a skill, something that you would learn to be able to use uh, to do things. Well, we had some disagreement about that. Right, right. We kind of went back and forth on that. List. On the... And it all came down to just how do you word it, basically. Yeah. Yeah, in a way. Well, a skill is something you learn and, th- and you work on, and then you have that skill to use you know, over and over and over. As opposed to an accomplishment, which is a goal that you're going towards, and when you get there, you're done. See, you changed your definition of what this list was going to be about ten times. Sometimes yeah. clarifying, sometimes obscuring. So I just ultimately went with goals for my life, things that I want to do, and hang the consequences as to whether <laughs> or not you think there are skills or not. Right, right. Well, we are going to do a skills episode, too, so... We'll see if there's any crossover. Um, But it's also not just experiences. So experiences, something I could just take, uh, you know, we could just take a day off from work or I could just go out on the weekend. Um, So that would be like going to Disneyland. That that would be an experience. It's not an accomplishment. It's not something you have to work towards or spend time trying to to be able to do. That's just an experience. You could go, go do that. So uh, we'll see how these lists go. I'm sure there'll be some fuzzy (laughs) lines in between those definitions. It's because you had fuzzy definitions. Yeah. But uh, I think it'll be good. Okay. So let's get started. So go ahead. Number All 10. All right. My number 10, and I ordered my list in order of least likely to happen, but I'd still really love to be able to do this to not necessarily most likely, but what I most want to occur in my life. Okay. So my number 10 is be able to play 10 instruments well. Mm. And uh, 10 wasn't just some arbitrary number because we're 10 to 1 or whatever. (laughs) Uh, I do have a list of instruments that Mm. I do want to play. Uh, Okay, so I already play the piano. I'm late. I'd say I'm early advanced level. And Maybe this should be a podcast top 10 instruments I'd like to be able to play. Too late. No. Should I just leave it at a... Yeah, I mean, maybe you could give them a, a few, and then we'll we'll make a podcast out of out of the full list. All right, well... I think people know you play the piano. Yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah, and I also can play the accordion. I picked mm-hmm. it up because uh, my mom taught herself, and uh, she showed me the basics, and I sort of taught myself beyond that. So I can play accordion and piano, and there's eight other instruments that I'd really like to learn. So that's my number 10. Cool. Okay. My list was ordered roughly in the order of how much I'd like to accomplish it. So it's it's just a rough ordering, so don't read too much into it. Yeah, um, but same I'd, with mine. I, I would rather do my number one than my number ten, for sure. Yeah, same here. Okay. Definitely. So my number ten 
And it sounds a little bit silly, but my number 10 is See Every Twilight Zone episode. Wow. And well, that's, that's pretty possible. Yeah, no, it's definitely possible. And it, it kind of skirts the line. It could You could say that's an experience. I could just goof off all weekend and watch the rest of the ones I haven't seen. But I put this here because... I grew up watching Twilight Zone. I can remember sitting in my grandparents' basement in Pennsylvania, uh, down on their their old television, and Twilight Zone would come on and uh, watch it with my family, with my dad. Turn out all the lights. Somebody would sneak up on you. (laughs) It was down in the basement. So, and yeah, in my memory, at least, it was always at night. Uh, So, uh, so I remember doing that with my family. It was, you know, it was in a time before you could just go on Netflix and watch every episode of every show, or go onto Amazon and two days later have a complete DVD set of every episode. I don't I don't know how often... I mean, they, they had VHS tapes when we were growing up where we are that young um, and that old, depending on how old you are. But, uh, but I don't I don't remember them coming out with TV shows a lot on, on VHS. At least our family didn't, didn't get a whole bunch of shows on VH, VHS tape. I'm sure they did. And uh, I know people taped things a lot. Uh, my my dad family did, did that a lot. A whole bunch of Star Trek episodes that he had taped on VHS from um, back when he was single, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so it was harder to do. You couldn't just watch every episode. So, uh, And it wasn't something that we regularly watched at a certain time. It would be a special thing. It would come on TV and see an episode. And it's something, I don't know, something I always enjoyed growing up. And I, I still think it's a really good show. And so, I don't know, it's just something I started doing, you know, what, 20 years ago now, 15 years ago. And so it'd be kind of neat to, to say I've seen every episode. So that's my number 10. See every Twilight Zone episode. Okay. Well, my number nine is uh, to be able to conduct a choir or orchestra, mm. which in college, I got the opportunity to conduct our college band. And that was really exciting. It was only during a practice, so it was not some great performance. But it was still absolutely thrilling to be the person that's making all these different instruments work together. If you've never done it, if you're terrified of the idea of being up there in the conductor's (laughs) podium, then I don't know that I'll really be able to describe the thrill of it. But it's kind of like if you, whether or not you've ever been on a galloping horse or not. You can't really describe it. You just, once you've been on it, you know there's just nothing else like it in the world. And, uh, absolutely loved that chance. My conducting skills are very rudimentary, to say the least, but if I ever got the chance, I would definitely jump at it again to be able to conduct a choir or orchestra. Uh, The only catch to it is I would probably need to put in a whole lot of work, Mm -hmm. like like a master's weeks degree kind and of thing. yeah months of training mm-hmm. whereas in college it was we were supposed to be just conducting our peers and not enough of our peers could play instruments to form a little group band so they just had us conduct a more professional college band and orchestra but the teacher that was watching me said i had the talent to be able to go on if i was interested sadly that dream was quashed <laughs> and uh just haven't had the chance. But anyway, that's my number nine. Someday maybe be able to conduct a choir or orchestra again. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, my number nine is just podcast regularly. So I didn't put an actual 
number on any of it, but I'd like to, I don't know, maybe get up to 100 episodes or so of this podcast at least. We have, what, 150 ideas right now on our, yeah, we've got our a, brainstorm list a good number. for a bunch of top 10 lists. And if we do it for that long, I'm sure we could come back and redo some that might have changed over the years. I'm sure some will have changed. Um, and it would be fun to have other people on here making top ten lists. We've already been talking to a few different people about... Uh, Guest appearances. Yeah, so that would be fun. And maybe start, uh, not anytime soon, but maybe start some other podcasts uh, in some different topics. So, yeah. I don't know, I like, I like podcasting. Yeah, it's something that I, when you first suggested it to me, I wasn't really excited about it. But now <laughs> that we've been doing it, I, I love it. Wouldn't change it for anything. Yeah. So I'll just say podcasting regularly, and if I have to actually, if you want me to actually put numbers on it, then maybe I'll say getting to 100 episodes with this podcast and starting another one a few years down the road. Hmm. So that's my number nine. Well, we'll have to talk later, and you'll have to tell me what some of your other ideas are for podcasting. Yeah, I've kicked a few ideas around. Okay, keep kicking. <laughs> All right, my number eight, and it's this far up the list, or down, or whatever, this far away from one because of the nature of the beast, is <laughs> to grow a garden. <laughs> someday when, right now we're living in an apartment, uh, but someday when we own our own turf, I'd love to have enough of a backyard to where I could grow some, fr fruit would be the main thing since it's so expensive, uh, and easy fruits, uh, and stuff that we'll eat a lot of, but maybe even some vegetables as well, <laughs> uh, and just be healthier that way, hopefully avoid the pesticides. The only thing though is... I have had a plant once, and it died. Uh, I do not have a green thumb. In fact, mm -hmm. I don't really know anything about agriculture or horticulture or <laughs> any of those cultures. <laughs> and so it's more just I think it would be a really good thing to do, mm. but I'm probably just going to suck at it. But mm. who knows? Maybe not. How hard can it be to have a, I mean, probably some things like, Tending for fruit trees and stuff might be a lot of work, but there... I bet a, a garden, a vegetable garden, probably isn't too difficult. Well, there's bugs are a big, big problem. Right, right. And then you've got It'll to be weeding every single day, so you've got to have the time to weed and the inclination to weed. That's the other thing is I can see myself getting all fired up about this and then losing enthusiasm once the real hard work starts to set in. <laughs> but for now... It's an idea. I'm kicking around. <laughs> my number eight is to grow a garden. Nice. That's a good one. All right. So I guess it's time for my number eight. And that is to read 1,000 books. And You're uh, close, aren't you? I am pretty close. I, so my parents had me start keeping track when I was eight. Which I think is a really good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do that with our kids. Um, and then they, well, they had all of us keep track. I think I was the only one that really did for any for a long length of time but for every 100 books we'd read they'd get us some sort of gift so sometimes it was i remember getting a couple of nintendo 64 games sometimes it was another book and that would be uh, you know book 101 or whatever um so that was kind of neat but uh yeah i i read a ton growing up a ton in high school definitely not as much in college just because i was a lot busier in college and not as much after we got married, just because I had less time, and I started reading more online, a lot more mm -hmm. short form and, and medium length items. Uh, but this year, I actually did start getting back into book reading, and so let's see, it's August 2nd, and I've read 25 books this year. 
So on pace for definitely a lot more than me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that doesn't ca- that does include audiobooks. Right. So I include those, and I listen to a lot of audiobooks, uh, which I mostly started that this year as well. Um, and that includes well, ebooks is is basically exactly the same. But uh, yeah, so if I can read, you know, thirty, forty books a year, I'm at nine hundred sixty four right now. And of course, the books that I read when I was eight are you know Hardy Boys and. <laughs> and those kind of books, so I wouldn't I wouldn't read those now, but uh, they're still on, still on the list, and it's kind of cool to look back. So maybe sometime next year I'll be at be at a thousand. And uh, let's see, if I were able to do forty a year, then yeah, maybe uh maybe two thousand by the time I'm I'm up there in my fifties or sixties. Yeah, there we go. That's that's actually going to be my goal. Hit a thousand, and after that, two thousand. Here I come. So that's my number eight. One thousand books, and you'd probably be. Right up there with me if I'm you I'm sure kept if track. I, yeah, I did a whole lot of reading mm-hmm. one summer, and uh, I've, I've read a whole lot of books, but I know there was one summer my family was in the States, and uh, I went to the library almost every day. I'd stay there for a couple of hours and read books, and then I'd come home with five or six books, read through those all evening long and all the next morning, and go back to the library the next afternoon. Mm-hmm. I I was so pasty white from all that time indoors all summer, <laughs> but that was a pretty glorious summer. <laughs> all right, my number eight is, sorry, my number seven is to be able to adopt. Uh, this is something that we would really have to pray about a long time and uh, be sure that it's something God is leading us to do, but it is an idea that I've tossed around. Because increasingly, there are so many children that are born to homes that just don't seem either able to or willing to take care of them. Uh, and so I would love to be able to provide a loving, stable home for a child that otherwise wouldn't have that chance. Now, the only thing about it is is that it really takes very special people to adopt, and I am not there yet. God's still working on me. <laughs> uh just we just had our first child uh 11 months ago and i think i need still need some few a few more years of mothering under my belt <laughs> but yeah i would i would like to adopt or do foster care uh whichever one if god leads us down that road that's something that i would really like to do so that's my number 7 all right my number 7 is do some sort of woodworking project so I've never made anything with wood other than I uh, you know I had a wood burning kit when I was little. So I I actually made a couple pretty neat things. There's an that eagle on a tree stump cut out um, that's still on the wall at our house at okay, my at I my parents' house I, I should have, say. I can't think of it. Yeah, I'll have to show you when we were up there for Christmas. I'm I'm pretty proud of that, but that's about it. <laughs> um but uh not not wood burning. I'm thinking maybe building something out Carving? of wood. No, building something out of wood, like maybe a table. Oh, okay. Or a, Carpentry. Um, yeah, yeah. Or like a crib or a shelf or... Um... Sorry, I took away the crib chance for you. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> you helped to build the dresser for our baby's room. I'm just naming a bunch of things. Yeah. Yeah, no, but uh, I'm thinking like, you know, going out to Lowe's and buying a bunch of wood. Starting from scratch and, and yeah, sanding from it. from scratch, yeah. just building something up. I think that would be pretty cool, something that would last for a long time. Um, I don't have any equipment, and I've never done anything like that. But uh, So that's a project for our down this the road. Is, this is down the road, like if we have a house and some spare time. A garage where we can store all these things that we don't right. or use if we all live, the time. <laughs> or if we, live, if we know someone that has some stuff. 
Uh, or like my mom has done some mm. some pretty neat projects, done a china hutch and some shelves. I know she's done some other things I don't remember off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, make some sort of wooden furniture that we could maybe even pass on to our kids. Something that would last for a long time. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's my number seven. All right, my number six. Uh, you might consider a skill or even an experience. Mm. But to me, if I can do this, this would be an accomplishment. And that is to play fugue in D minor. <laughs> and not uh, not just like with one little hand or whatever, but to play the whole thing. That's the song where it's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And, uh, oh man, I love this song. Every time I hear it, I kind of get shivers and chills. Uh, it always makes me think of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which is, uh, I guess one of the first places I ever heard it. Uh, Captain Nemo is playing it on his organ mm. that he owns in, uh, in his submarine. I was just about to say, one of your top ten instruments must be a pipe organ, because I'm pretty sure you're required to play that song in a pipe on an organ. I think there might be arrangements where you could do it on a piano. I don't think Maybe that's not. allowed. Maybe on a calliope. I think it's okay. Maybe so. But yeah, <laughs> like I said, it's one of those things where it's, I don't know how likely it is. If it's on a piano, then yeah, I, I might, I'm sure I'll be able to do it someday. If it's on an organ... Good lord, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it, but I still love it. I did get to hear a student at college playing it and practicing it, and <laughs> she was making a lot of mistakes and reworking a lot of parts, and still I just sat there and listened to it because it was so stinking cool. It's such a neat song, played on the organ, it's perfect. So that's my number six, play fugue in D minor. Yeah, that's definitely an accomplishment. All right, my number six. So I don't consider myself... Here we go. To be athletic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm I'm okay at sports. Yeah, yeah you're pretty I, good. I play softball. I'm I'm pretty good at that. Racquetball, pretty good. Uh, not too many other things too good at. But I'll probably surprise you because I don't look athletic. But uh, yes, I would like to get into a little bit better shape. And one thing I've tried to do a few different times and I've always quit partway through is the 100 push-ups project. <laughs> So you you have this whole plan. I forget what the total number of time. It's like eight weeks. You're supposed to do a certain number of push-ups every week, and you work up, work up, work up, and eventually you can do 100 push-ups just at once. Just bang them all out. And so that's kind of my, I guess, fitness goal, to be able to do 100 push-ups in a row. Boy, I, don't even I didn't even bother putting a fitness goal. <laughs> I get enough of a workout just carting my baby around and... Uh all the baggage for her and hauling groceries up our flight of stairs to our apartment. <laughs> that's good enough for me for now. Yeah. Well, that's my number six. Do 100 push-ups. Yeah, and for a while there, you were you were uh, on your way towards that goal. Yeah. Well, I was actually doing pretty good at getting up in the morning yeah. and exercising, and then we had Lydia. Right. And I stopped getting up early for any other reason than to take care of Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> so many things went out the window when we had a baby. Yep. All right, my number five is to get a piano tuning license. And this is mm. something that I could do. In fact, I started to do it when I was in college. So many of these things started in college. But I took a class, and it's not an easy thing. Uh, you really have to train your ear to listen for certain sounds. So for an acoustic piano... I'll try not to get too techni technical or detailed. <laughs> Please. 
but just from playing or age or whatever, eventually the strings of a piano get loose, so you have to tighten them up, but uh, tightening them requires a special tool, and then you've got to twist that tool just by tiny little increments. So you've got to first learn how to twist it just enough to where you haven't twisted it too much, uh, but enough. And then also you've got to be able to fine-tune your ear so that you can hear all the little wavelengths when you hit that note, or lack thereof, to know is this note in tune now. Hmm. And that's just the beginning, because then mm -hmm. you have to tune other notes off of that one note that you got mm -hmm. in pitch, or in, in good pitch. So it's not an easy thing. I, I know enough to know how much I need to learn still. The other thing that's uh, a little bit scary about it is that from hearing the same notes over and over and, and listening to those vibrating pitches, you can get tinnitus, which mm. can yeah, cause yeah. a constant ringing in your ears or even yeah. some deafness. Mm. Uh, so if I were to really go hardcore into this, I would probably need to get a special set of earplugs that would still allow me to hear all the tiny little wavelengths of the note, but not but keep me from going deaf. <laughs> Still, I do want to learn it at some point, get my license, because my parents were missionar are missionaries, and growing up we went and visited a lot of churches uh, that supported us, and uh, a lot of churches had pianos that were in really bad condition and needed a good tuning. But it's pretty expensive to get your piano tuned, and for good reason, because it's specialized knowledge and it takes a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And then it's one of those skills where you have to keep on doing it, stay, keep getting certified. Yeah. yeah. Just like with doctors and such. You've got to stay in the know. But I really think it would be helpful and useful to be able to do that for any churches that we go by. Hmm. So that's my number five, is to get a piano tuning license. Nice. Well, my number five also has the possibility of making me go deaf. Just kidding. Who would have a hobby like that? My number five. <laughs> my number five is building some websites. So that's what I do professionally is build websites. That sounds like such a boring job. Oh, man. That's you told. Oh, yeah, but you don't really think that is the thing. Because building websites is really fun. I really do think I would. I don't want to do that for yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, I do enjoy it. I've done a little bit at home. I, I made the website for our web for our podcast, tto.coser.us. And I made coser.us, which is... There's not too much on there right now. I think we put, like, our Christmas letters. I put uh, my book reviews, and I try and try and put some blog posts on there. I'm just try and write some, some short essays every month. Well, and you've um, also set it up so that I can type up all my recipes and never right, lose true. them again. True, we do have all your recipes. I was always losing them when they were in recipe books. I could never remember which book it was in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was, it was a really good learning experience. I learned a lot doing that. I'm actually... Uh, oh, and I have uh, com, which is just some posts on development... So some different uh, database and, and web programming type type topics. And I have a lot of fun doing it, and it's a really good learning experience. So I'd like to continue to do that. So there's a few things that I want to do with our website, actually a bunch of things. I want to get it onto a better programming system, a different language. It'll be actually on the what I use at work, which is Microsoft's web programming language. And uh, if I can use that for websites like coser.us, 
I'll be able to make changes a lot more quickly. We'll have a lot more features we'll be able to add to it, like adding searches uh, to some of the different things, like uh, being able to search through your recipes. I've tried to do it just in the technologies that I have right now, which are free and open source, and I haven't had the time to get into them, and they're more difficult to use. So I'd like to convert that over. I'd like to uh, build a few different websites, like uh, a fantasy football draft helper, because uh, when I play fantasy football, I'm always scrambling to pick the players that I want and try and keep track of which ones are gone. <laughs> and I'm not, I, I don't really like just using the, the app that's provided that I use, um, which is probably pretty, I'm guessing, pretty standard. The different uh, fantasy football leagues. So I want to just build up a helper to help me do that. Uh, things like uh, some different things with maps. I really like maps and maybe having some kind of interactive maps uh, for maybe the different places we visited or some places we'd like to visit or uh, for like the Holy Land as sort of a Bible study help cool. uh, with maps. So some different things like that. And I have some other ideas, uh, but those are some of some of the ones that I'd like to work on in the next few years. So yeah, uh, I don't have a specific number or anything with this one either. Um, but yeah, I'd like to like to continue building out some websites. If you have an idea for for something you think would make a uh, something that would help you with, with something you're doing, then let me know. I I might not have time to do it, but if it really you know, interests me, yeah. if it really interests me, then uh, I'll make time for it. If it doesn't interest me, I'll I'll make some excuses. <laughs> we'll both feel okay about it. <laughs> So that's my number five, build build websites. He won't straight out tell you your, your idea isn't interesting. Well, probably not. All right. Well, my number four, uh, I mentioned earlier that I can play the accordion. And so my four is I would like to make a CD of my accordion music. Yeah. Uh, hey, now we have these microphones. Whoa. Yeah, we could. Mm-hmm. Are the pop filters big enough for an accordion? Well, the pop filters are just to prevent That's true. air from going yeah. across. So, yeah, we could mm -hmm. just have to make sure we have good acoustics in the room. Yeah, we we'll, we can talk about that. Yeah, but I don't have super lofty ambitions. I think I would just try to do like ten songs on a CD. But what's kind of unique about it isn't so much that I want to record myself playing as that I want to record hymns that I have arranged for mm. the accordion. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've cool. played a few specials in our church, and since I sort of just taught myself the accordion, what I did was I took some hymns and just arranged them in my head however I thought would sound really neat and then practiced them till I had them down by heart and then played them in church. And so I'd like to do that for 10 songs and put them on a CD. And I don't really have big dreams about selling it and, you know, becoming the next greatest hit, but <laughs> if anybody is interested in uh, in purchasing them once once we do get, get that to happen, then uh, I certainly would be very flattered. So that's my number four, make an accordion CD. Hmm, that would be interesting if you hit it big as an accordion player. I don't know if there's any famous accordion players. There are a few. That I've heard of? Probably not. Ooh, ooh, Weird Al Yankovic. He's a famous accordion player. Oh my goodness. There you go, famous accordion player. I was wrong. <laughs> you could be the next Weird Al Yankovic except just the accordion part. Except the Christian equivalent, thanks. 
except just the accordion playing part, <laughs> not the funny song parody part. So let's move on. Number four for me is read the classics. Yeah, this is an unofficial goal of mine. Yeah. So was it? I think it was last year. Last year, uh, a former pastor of ours from Las Vegas, Scott Postma, posted on his blog encouraging people to read the classics and. Um, I think his the title of his his little essay was uh, get a forty thousand dollar education for four hundred dollars or something like that. Huh. Um, and he had a list of of the classics that he suggested that you read. I think he had picked like you know thirty or something. And then also on the Sci Fi Christian podcast, Ben DeBono has been encouraging people that they should read the classics. Uh, they they've kind of had a, a sort of a book club. They've read through uh, the Divine Comedy. Uh, so I, I read through Dante's Inferno, um, not with them actually, but I but because of them reading through it. Um, I did read through that this year, and I think they're reading through uh, Milton, Milton yeah. Milton's Paradise Lost right now. Uh, so uh, just from mostly from them from their encouragement and challenge, uh, really interested in uh, going and in, diving into these books. Some of them have been around for hundreds of years, thousands of years for some of them even, and uh, you know finding out why these books uh, lasted so long, why they stood the test of time. What do they have to say? Uh, what do they have to contribute to the great conversation? And so, uh, start. We've picked up a few, and I haven't actually started yet. I've made a list of a, a bunch of them that I want to read, and there's there's quite a few. Uh, you say what what are the classics, and you know, there's everybody has their list, mm -hmm. and so I don't have a, a nailed down list of these are the fifty books I want to read or anything like that. Um, but uh, the next book that I'm going to start after the ones that I'm reading right now is going to be uh, the Iliad, Homer's Iliad. And I'm going to just kind of try and go somewhat chronologically through the great classics. And uh, maybe in, you know... 20 years. 20 years I'll have... <laughs> I'll be back in the 21st century. I, I'm not just going to read those. Of course, we have a bookshelf of a bunch of books. More modern books. And... Right, so I'll, I'll mix those in as well. But, but uh, yeah, read the classics. Become more educated. Yeah. And, uh, that's a good goal. Yeah, I thought so. So that's my number four. Read the classics. All right, my number three try not to laugh, is to be a graceful dancer. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I'd need to learn how to dance, and second of all, I'd need to get some grace. <laughs> uh, I'm white. That probably doesn't help. I don't have any ethnicity kind of to help me. You could do uh, <laughs> I could do the robot, dancing. maybe. Square dancing. That's Man, for white people. I had a Hispanic roommate <laughs> in college, and it was me, it was her, and then me and two other white girls, and she tried to teach us the salsa, and she was so graceful at it. And I, I actually took a little video of us because we were so awkward. We could not. She'd probably also been doing it for years. And you were just doing it one time. We were so bad at this this dance. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, growing up, we had a bunch of musicals, movie musicals that we would watch. And usually when there's a musical, there's dancing as well. And just loved watching the people dance. They were so graceful, very athletic, a lot of the dances. Um, I think of the Seven Brights for Seven Brothers. That's pretty athletic. Uh, or, or even just straight-up ballroom dancing is very graceful. So I would love to be able to learn the steps to a bunch of different uh, styles of dances and actually look good while I'm while I'm doing them with and I'd love for you to learn how to dance too <laughs> so that I could dance with you. Mm -hmm. So that's my number three. 
uh, something I'd really like to do. A goal for my life is to be able to dance gracefully. Yeah, that sounds with like you. a skill. I'd put yeah, that on the skills list. Yeah, I figured list. you probably would. But, but if you could get me to dance th- with you, that probably would be an accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things you said, part of the fun with, with this and why it would be an accomplishment is because mm-hmm. I want to learn. I don't want to just all of a sudden know how. I want to do all the practice as well. So. Gotcha. Okay. That's my number three. I can see it. All right, my number three is to visit all 50 states. Uh, so yeah, I'd love to do that too. Yeah, I think that would be pretty sweet. I'm trying to remember. I did sit down and count one time all the states that we'd at least driven through, and it was quite a few because uh, we, we've, or I've always lived on the East Coast, Florida, Georgia, Alabama now. my Our family was out in Colorado and Nevada for a bit, but uh, not not for me for very long. And so uh, we were always on the East Coast, but then we'd have fam- we had family on the West Coast. So a few times we drove cross country, so that so we went through a bunch of states that way. Uh, have family up in Pennsylvania, so we were up the East Coast all through those states. Um, we were able to travel to Alaska just through the airport, Hawaii a couple of times on vacation. So I mean, those are the two hardest ones: Alaska and Hawaii. Hit those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, been to Washington State and California and Florida, so I fit three out of four corners. Uh, so sometime we'll have to get up to Maine. I uh, have to hit some of the Midwestern states I haven't... We've driven through. I know we drove through a bunch of them. Um, I remember driving through Missouri, um, seeing the Gateway Arch. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to, have to sit down, see which states we haven't been to. And we probably have friends in... Uh, we have friends in a bunch of in different of places different by states. now from college. Yeah. Uh, from Mostly from college. Um, some family that's, that's spread quite a bit. So, yeah, we'll just have to keep doing road trips. And uh, we'll see if we can hit all 50. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I would like that. So that's my number three. All right. My number two is I would really like to write a book. Mm. Okay. So we mentioned earlier that we've both done a lot of reading. Mm -hmm. And so with all the hundreds of books we've read, (laughs) you read some really good books and then you just read some really bad books, which when you're growing up, you haven't really learned to distinguish too much and you just kind of read through whatever. And then for a while there, I went through this phase of, well, it started off poorly and it's in the middle and it's still doing poorly, but maybe it'll really get Mm. better by the end. (laughs) Uh, And I hadn't yet learned to just walk away and not look back. Uh, I didn't learn that until very recently. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) So I like to think that I know what a bad book looks like. (laughs) So hopefully when I do write this book that I've got inside me, I will have revised it over and over and obsessed over it to where it's an absolutely perfect plot. (laughs) It's perfectly written. I'm not trying to write a classic here, but I want it to be a romping good time. I want you to sit Mm -hmm. down, read this book, and thoroughly enjoy it. And then, so, once I've written it, Brian's going to edit it. He's going to (laughs) read through and tell me very critically, this is good, no, this does not work Hmm. Kindly, he'll tell me, please redo it. <laughs> but I know I can trust this him. This is garbage. <laughs> I know I can trust Print him to tell me. Print it out so I can me... throw it in the trash. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> to tell me like it is. And uh, it will be sci-fi fantasy. And mm-hmm. it's one of those books where I really can't say too much more about it than that because I don't want to give out any spoilers. But mm-hmm. I have started writing it. Uh, boy, I guess I should set a goal if I could have it written in 10 years, written, published, all that good stuff, that that would be fantastic. If Maybe. I could do that in five years, that would be 
sit down. I can't believe that actually happened. But maybe you should try NaNoWriMo What's sometime. That? That's a national. Oh, what is it? National Novel Writing Month. That's what it is. National Novel Writing Month. I don't remember what month it is. It's October, November, maybe. And a bunch of people set a goal. Yeah, I'm gonna write out. I don't. I don't know how many words are in a novel. Twenty thousand words or something. And say, yeah, I'm gonna write out this many words. So you have a, a word limit every day that you're shooting for. I should do that because and there's a whole kind of community that, I, to yeah. encourage each other, and you can read each other's. That's a really good idea. We'll look so. at that once we're off the air, because uh, yeah, it's, it's been stagnating I've for a little while, uh, basically since Lydia was born. <laughs> Right. But I really do want to go ahead and just yeah. sit down and hash this out and mm -hmm. get it written. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of writing a book, but I don't think I ever will. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely much more of a of an editor than a uh, than a writer, I think. It's kind of a a small dream that I've had for a very mm -hmm. long time, mm -hmm. even when I was a teenager before I ever went to college, so. Yeah. Uh the fact that it stayed this long with me, I really just need to do it. So cool. that's my two. Write a book. Nice. Okay. And then my number two is something that seems maybe a little odd to put as an accomplishment, but it's work from home. And it, it would be an accomplishment because I'd have to get a job. I'd be work, have to be working for a company that would let me work from home. And then in addition to just working from home, I think I would add on to the accomplishment that we'd be able to travel. Yeah. As I worked. You've often spoken of that as one of your big dreams. Yeah. I, no. I, I just think there's, there's a really big allure of being able to roam free yeah i mean i know i know you really want to buy a house at some point nope and i'm i'm fine with buying a house <laughs> but i think it would be neat to uh, whether it's an rv or just uh, just in a van or something traveling around yeah, you know, no. drive for a couple hours get my work done in a new town and then go explore what that place has to, has to offer go back with the uh, visiting 50 states yeah be able to visit all 50 states Maybe be a good time of learning for the kids. Show them some some history and some geography and some different different parts of the country that they wouldn't otherwise see if we were just just in the same spot their whole life. Right. No, so. I I think that sounds really fantastic. I would love to do something like that. I just wouldn't love for that to be the rest of my life, the way you've sort of fantasized a couple <laughs> times. Well, yeah. First, it'd be something like that. It would have to be probably like an RV. Self-driving RV. Self-driving RV would be pretty sweet. Just punch in the next location, get my work done. You could be in the back reading a book, playing a game, taking a nap, car drive us wherever we need to go. That the would RV. be pretty sweet. That would be pretty sweet. So, I don't know. They're Come expensive. On, Invent a <laughs> not super expensive self-driving RV. That would be cool. So, yeah, it would. it's definitely not something that's going to happen anytime soon, but who knows? Maybe in 10 years, 15 years, have a remote job be able to, to travel around while I'm working. So that's my number two. Okay. My number one, uh, and if I don't do any of my other accomplishments on my list, mm -hmm. uh, this is the one that I really want to have happen in my life. If okay. And if it doesn't happen in my life, I'll basically consider my life a failure. Whoa. Um, is I want to raise godly children. And so, Whoa, that's pretty close to what I have for number one. Mine is good education for kids. High five. Uh, Crossover. Ish. Yeah, I would distinguish good education between godly children. Mm, it's their choice if they're going to be godly or not. Right, well, and so. I was, I was going to get into that. I guess what I mean by this is that I will have done all that I can uh, to 
promote godliness in them. You know, ultimately, it's their choice whether or not they're going to accept Jesus as their Savior and then follow God. But I want to do all I can to instill in them biblical principles and show them what is the biblical path. So Yeah, that falls under education for me. Yeah. Teaching that's teaching true. morality, teaching that's true. how to be a good person from the Bible, teaching them about God. I mean, I specifically left off any sort of spiritual spiritual accomplishments. I don't really feel comfortable about putting spiritual accomplishments on a <laughs> I on know, this top ten and, list. And I mean, it's so that I mean that it's something that that's fine that you did. I, I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, I see why you you put it under the broad umbrella of education. Mm -hmm. But I was about to say I'd rather my children be dumb and illiterate but godly, and then I was like, well, no, I want them to be well rounded too in education. Yeah. Because if just being dumb but godly is a poor reflection on Christianity. Yeah. No, I would. I mean, it's not an either or kind of thing. Yeah. I so. I'd say they go hand in hand. And I think uh, I won't go into too many details because we're talking about making a top ten list of things we want to teach our children, or kind of uh, school subjects that we think are important to teach our children. But uh, I think. A lot of the focus on education is wrong for things like grades, for example. Oh, man. So, you know, the person that gets a 100 on their tests and the person that gets 90s or, you know, whatever system you have, 92s, has the same, you know, is looked at in the same way on paper. And the person who has a 90 on everything and the person who has an 89 on everything are looked at as very different oh, if you go by a letter yeah. scale. Or even if you go, even... And that's why I don't like letter scales. And it's but, a one-point difference. Right, it's so arbitrary. Even if you just go by the numbers and you say someone has a 95 versus someone that has an 85, so they got 95%, they remembered 95% of the facts on their test, or they were able to guess on their multiple choice better. They're better test takers, or they, they learned certain things that the teacher wanted them to learn, the other person maybe. But it's not necessarily life skills or... Right, I mean, even with... Even with just knowledge, or, I don't, I don't know. Or really, I mean. Even if you say a person yeah, is not super pertinent knowledge, ten percent more intelligent. Even if that's a an accurate measurement, and you say someone is ten percent more intelligent at that school subject, does that really mean anything when they go out into the world? Am I better than the, you know, the the people taking computer science with me? Am I five percent better programmer than the people I got five percent better grades on and the people who got five percent better grades than me are they five percent better you know I don't I don't know I'm yeah. not saying there's a necessarily a better way to do grades and things I think that's necessary you should have goals to strive for etc and and you need to have testing and things like that but I think there's too much emphasis placed on that and I think uh, I think the main thing with uh, getting a good education for our kids is not just Oh, yay, you got an A on your test. I'd rather have them tell me what they've been learning and make sure that they, they've been learning things that are important, things that they'll be able to use the rest of their lives, than just, hey, my kid's an honor student. Well, I got a bumper sticker. And a little small soapbox here, making sure that the things they're learning are actually accurate, such as Christopher Columbus was not the first person to discover the Americas. You know, yeah. think, I'm, well, I mean, it's, it's a small... Thing, ultimately it hasn't really changed my life too big uh, from one day to the next right now that I've come to think of, you know about it in a broader perspective but I remember when I first heard that I was like man what else have I learned that's <laughs> inaccurate what other lies right. have I been told right so 
Vikings didn't have horns on their helmet. Yeah, that's or that kind of thing. The Eskimos didn't live in. Uh, well, their igloos are just regular houses. They're not little. Just their ice word for house. Houses. Hmm. Yeah, I felt so betrayed when yeah. I learned that. Yeah. No, I, uh, it's good to have to be accurate. Anyway. Cool. So those are our top yeah, ten we, accomplishments. We synced up there, I think, for our number one. I'll say we synced up. <laughs> that was a good, good list. I thought things we want to get accomplished. So I think that about wraps it up. Yep. If there's anything you'd like to talk to us about, either about it this episode or previous episodes, we would really love to hear from you. Yeah. You can email at, email us at tto at coser.us, or you can comment on our website, tto.coser.us, and we'll also have our show notes available there on our website. Right. Coming up on our next episode will be a fun one, Top 10 Worst Foods I've Ever Ingested. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Melissa Kozer. I'm Brian Kozer. You've been listening to 10 to 1. So, Brian, what's something that you think I should achieve in my life? Well... Because I definitely not have thought of something that I think you should achieve in your life. Okay, go ahead and give it to me. Uh... Well, you've expressed previously that you're interested, or you have been interested in learning piano, and uh, mm-hmm. I think that would be a really good thing for you to pursue, hmm. just because it would be a good discipline, and honestly, if you spend, say, 10-15 minutes every day, it's a nice, easily achievable goal. You don't have to spend hours and hours and hours on end each day. Just about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, work on a new skill and remember what you learned the day before. And you can really pick up uh, piano a lot easier, I think, as an adult, because you'll remember what you've learned more easily. Yeah, maybe someday. I, right now there's so many other things that I'd rather Aww. rather spend 10 or 15 minutes a day doing. But I'd really love to be able to play duets with you. I'm sure you would. <laughs> Maybe you should learn how to build websites. Just spend 10 to 15 minutes a day. But that's not one of your, your In dreams a few years, for me. And anyway, we can what, build websites together. What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Uh, goals you should have. I've got 10 right here. And I actually uh, just made a podcast. Wow. <laughs> Uh, specifically for you, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'll have to think about it. I'm already perfect. Put it on the show notes. How about that? Sure.